Thanks for listening to this Word in Your Ear podcast. If you'd like to get early access to all our productions ad-free, priority booking for our live events, and to take part in our weekly quiz, go to patreon.com slash wordinyourear for more details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. You're listening to a podcast from uh, the Word. Yeah. Well, it's, it's an exception. Well, we were What's talking about it last night. No, 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 I couldn't. I mean, I, 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 like, like, Tosh here is a, is a small face, is nut. Yeah. Sean is probably a Jean Clark nut. And I'm a Milv nut. Perfect combination. Are we ready? Sorry, <laughs> are we recording? We are convened for the Word podcast. Please answer your names. Mark Ellen. Mark Ellen. Fraser Lurie. Fraser Lurie. And the members of Pogwash. Yeah. <laughs> but it sounds too Steve Wright show to clap. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's full, it's Zoo full radio. posse mode, I think. <laughs> Josh Floyd, Sean McGee, and Thomas Walsh Pearson. Uh, Excellent. But this this never, room has never been so full. With it, me in it? it? Well, no. <laughs> no, I mean, the number of like already people though. in this room. <laughs> so we're going to call this the podcast. Podcast. Yeah. Good, okay, I'll fine. Like we'll it. use that. Can Remember, use the podcast. Write that down. The podcast. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> you've just, gentlemen, you're in town for a, a couple of days. Yeah, and this is seriously, we are in awe. <laughs> Let's say that. Actually, no, we're not quite in awe. We're in a weird part of London. We couldn't find, <laughs> even with a sat nav. But uh, no, yeah, like we are we're in for a few days doing promo, and you very kindly asked us in. We'd be really honoured. So we went for a drink last night, and yet yeah. you told me that you were going, you're going to sleep on somebody's floor. <laughs> yes, sir. Is that the case? Our dear friend Gary Hill, one up for Gary, um, who was actually featured in in articles before. He's a very famous guy. Seeing seeing Hendrix in '69. Oh, right. Yeah, most of the article. Yeah, he's kind of one of those people who are there, you know. So, so you're on his floor. On his floor. Tosh was, I was in his bed with Sean. Okay. So when Sean got in, he went, don't touch me. <laughs> and I put my hand around and rubbed his stomach. So is and it, he nearly killed me. Is it like John Candy and John Candy and Steve Martin? <laughs> in, uh, yeah, it was exactly exactly trains, planes and automobiles. <laughs> a pair of damp underpants drying <laughs> on the sink. <laughs> yeah, exactly John Candy. Yeah. Socks. And what is it he said about that pillow? He says, that's no pillow. Or yeah, oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, so we won't delve into that too no. much, but you weren't staying in a five-star hotel. This is the basic musician's life. More chance for staying with five-star the band. You're right. <laughs> um, and and they're not doing well of late. Now, you know, <laughs> but, you know for two things. Two <laughs> things we got to talk about okay. here is pugwash, and also you're one half of the Duckworth Lewis man. I'm actually two thirds. Two. 
I, I don't, Neil is happy with being just one This story. is another size joke. <laughs> <laughs> but I get that's enough size jokes. Self-blocking. Uh, take, just for the benefit yeah, of anybody I'm who hasn't have, come across you before, explain Pugwash as a concept. Well, it's just been my band since middle 90s. I just I did a tour with Andy White back in 96. Oh, so. yeah, the Ghost of Electricity. Yes, yeah, so you yeah. had him on doing, I think, uh, James Joyce's Grave, maybe, or something. I mean, we met Bloor on that tour. Graham Coxon came up to me and he went, you play with Andy White? I said, yeah, because we were in the same city that night. And he goes, well, me and Damon would love to meet him because we saw him on Whistle Test doing James Joyce's Grave. Back Fantastic. in 85. That's right, he was. See, yeah. that's a true story. Every time I talk to Thomas, I get a picture of, of uh, you know, loads of 10-year-olds up and down the country 20 what? years ago watching, <laughs> no, oh, watching yes. Whistle Test. Oh, yes, Whistle Test. And being extraordinarily influenced in bizarre ways that took years and years to surface. Well, Thomas wrote this very sweet letter to the magazine, which you published in the last issue. In the last issue, yeah. Hang on about it. Tell that story. Tell, tell yes, the story um, of that letter. That story is in my DNA. Go on, tell I'm us a story. Remove it from your Go DNA on. and put it on the podcast. My mother used to wonderfully bring me to bingo because that was when we, we, we gelled. You know, sit over in there. Bingo, really? Two fat ladies. And uh, I went to play, well, I didn't go to play bingo. I went to sit in the corner and eat crisps. And she played bingo. And How, old were, How old were you? I was, well, it was 82. I was 10, 11. 10, 11. Slightly yeah. over that. It was, you know, it was at the level. I nearly started to want to play football and not go to bingo. And then when I did it that night, that's another story anyway, I left her there and I felt <laughs> terrible. Play football, I said, man, I don't want to go to bingo. Anyway, went to bingo, coming home, coming up the road, my brother's out, he's like this. And I went, what? And he goes, over on the telly. Over on the telly. I just pushed my mother over, ran, went in, and all I could see was Jeff and Roy, giving it, and it was fading out, and it was the world's a bit in words of Aaron, or Aaron. And... I went, so I take it all in because, you know, videoing in the head before videos. Absolutely. And I was like, and then Annie Nighty guy comes on, then I seen you there, and I was like, I, I lost it. So that was it, because you were obsessed yeah, with I, the move, and that I, was the I, only time you'd seen The them. only clip I'd seen was uh, Mike Reed had played Fire Brigade on Pop Quiz at the end. So we used to show a vintage clip yeah. at the end of Pop Quiz, and it showed Fire Brigade. And I just, I'd watch that, and I was like, <laughs> See, what I find is so exciting is the idea that when <laughs> David and I were doing the old Grove Whistle Test, yeah. whatever it was, 25 years ago, that we were sitting in this sort of rather silent studio uh, talking to cameras <laughs> operated by blokes wearing cardigans. Talking to people who ran off licences. Who ran off licences. <laughs> exactly, yeah. yeah. They're the only and people who used to Yeah, it. in this strange little room without an audience. So a band would, would, would finish no a, absolute silence. Yeah, yeah. Virtually no atmosphere at all. And the idea that while we were doing this, that, that you know, people were effectively... I was running with the road in Drimna in Dublin. distant hilltops <laughs> to semaphore the news, the, the move, a clip of the move. But I'm fascinated, by, I'm fascinated by this idea because obviously yeah. I'm older and therefore I grew up with the move and the move yeah. were available and they were on the telly and so forth. You, yeah. Whereas you grew up later, yeah. became obsessed with all these groups, uh, group, a group like that from the 60s yeah. and also chaps you were saying small faces and so forth. Absolutely, yeah. But you couldn't see them. At Couldn't that point, them. they'd gone away. Absolutely gone away. And I remember, actually, they got back about 85 to do a gig in the Marquee, I think. And I, I tried to get over as a 15-year-old to see that, and I couldn't. <laughs> you know, and the thing, but the thing was, yeah, the, the only outlet was vintage clips, was probably pop quiz, and was it whistle tape. Well, the thing you we couldn't go buy a DVD. About you see, the no thing we're talking about, you can't no. imagine no. how how difficult the access was. So we were talking about this last That's night. That's so in the exciting. Pub. You know. 
So the move made this record in 1971 on the Harvest label. Yeah. Okay, and this is after Jeff Lynne has joined the move. So yeah. it's post-hits, really. Yeah. And the move has stranded between the move of the hits and the electric light orchestra. I still haven't hit for it's, it's a little bit in between. <laughs> Nobody was terribly bothered about them. This record came out, and it has the single most horrible sleeve it's in the history of the sleeve. Oh, it's, sleeve. It's based on an idea by Jeff Lynne and Roy Wood, and it's drawn by Roy Wood. It's brilliant. Oh, okay, the sleeve fine. drawn by Roy yeah. Wood. Well, you I, can I, imagine I, that, viewers. And I, my last half, I put, I put based on an idea by Thomas Wells, because it was my idea. But I did it because of Mess from the Country, because okay, it was based well, on yeah, an idea. Yeah. So the point is, this record it came out... Shipped gold, returned yep. platinum, yes? Yep. Yep. And the only person in the United Kingdom who bought this record is me, okay? Because it got a very good review in Rolling Stone. Yeah, so John no Mason, copies yeah. whatsoever. Yeah. And it was kind review? of strange... Yeah, a famous review, yeah. Oh. Strange psychedelic record. It was a fantastic thing. It was the classic, nearly yellow, still mill. Yes, a little bit in between. The middle. So, fast forward, best part of 20 years. We're doing Whistle Test. And do you remember, they used to give us printouts of videos you could show. Now, in those days, you could only show about 20 videos right, that, they yeah. had, that they had clearance yeah. for. You, yeah. know, you didn't have this vast, great library. And so you had the current, you know, Toto have got a new single. Yeah. You could do that. It wasn't yeah. a problem at all. But if you wanted anything from the archive, Wang Chung. that's what you had. Wang Chung. Wang Chung. that repeatedly. It's just the same. That's all day as well. And I just saw this <laughs> thing, the move, Words of Aaron, and I thought, oh, that's great. That's a lost psychedelic classic. So yes. I said to Mike Hamilton, play that. And the, you caught the very end of it. I caught the end of it. And then, but then fast forward me for years to rock around the clock. Yes. And talk. he was all drunk in the studio because it was visible. We weren't allowed to drink on air, so we had these bottles, and we hilariously wrote a harmless fizzy pop oh, right. in big black letters, and had that pointing towards the camera. We thought it was very funny. Well, it was, it was, it was 25 one, years ago. It was the one where you gave away the, all the, I think I mentioned the letter, you gave away all the chart albums or something. And it went on until five in the morning. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it was, I think it showed the last waltz. Uh, yes, oh, it was part of it, probably. Yeah, I think yeah, it showed yeah. a full meatloaf video of about our hell. Yeah, yeah. there was usually a repeat of uh, The yeah. Police in Montserrat yeah. featuring Jules that, Holland. That was it was all the yeah. stuff oh, yeah. that, <laughs> that, that was on a shelf they could get for nothing from yes. any <laughs> records, <That's> basically. True. <laughs> but I got clearance from the tower to stay up. Oh. So, uh, so you're how old then? 15 or something? This is 15 now, and we have a top loader. Video right that has a remote control that you plug in. And so the lead, got, the lead is that lead long between the and the video. lead is that long. And it used to be like the telly be there and you be like that with the lead. You could actually press with your finger. So but you uh, could you you could tape the the videos you yeah, wanted. Yeah, but the tape record mechanism was shagged. And you used to have to. This, this is God on This is the truth. I can't believe I'm telling you this. I didn't put this in the letter. You, you had to play the video, right? Yeah. <laughs> let it play because you know you were going to record. So you let it play with two hours, because it would only go in to record while in play mode. Yeah. Oh, and I only had to say it in 20 minutes of this video, because you used to share blank videos, remember that? Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, you have 30 minutes of that, like, Yeah, and don't record over what so I've I done walk, with you. Yeah, don't record I over the move. that you were going to show the clip of the move, because you said I'm going to show them clips later, and a bit longer. It was only about 20 seconds longer. I was sad. But I've walked out, I've rewinded two hours. In two hours' time, I'll come up to where I record. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'll come up to where I have to record, and I can go in to record mode. 
Because it wouldn't come from press play records. That's a very high risk. Not, this is this, heartbreaking. This is stuff. incredible. And it works. I'd like to think you enjoyed your staying up for five o'clock. It was incredible. It sound like a total nightmare. But check it out. When I press play record, and you shot Alice Cooper and Wishbone Ash, and I always remember that. And, <laughs> Love the Ash. You know, Did we show Wishbone Ash? Uh, Alice Cooper. For head sounds and feet. Alice Cooper was always on Whistletooth. Every time he went to the studio, he was sitting there with his snake. <laughs> yeah. you remember? We, go, we did this last he was series. Permanent. Couldn't get rid of it, it was like the furniture. But the sofas I, arrived with Alice Cooper sitting on them. Uh, well, Mark, please, I have to get this out. I'm, I'm yeah, in yeah, pain yeah, here. Yeah, it's the therapy. therapy. Go on. Go on. <laughs> because I taped it and I walked. I was like, <gasps> and then the clips came on. And it was a bit of a, yeah, it was it, Head, Sounds and Feet as well, which is brilliant, sir. Yeah. Warming up the band. Brilliant. And then it comes on to the meal clip and I'm taping it. And I, went, I walked and then it went up and, right, a minute and ten seconds of it. <laughs> I went back to have a look at it. Came on, played through the bits, came up to the middle bit, and it comes on, down, 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 this is a common experience, yeah. isn't it? That we, it's <laughs> difficult to recall it now. The tension around VHS yeah. recording of television programmes yeah. was a huge feature of life in more the, the 80s, the 70s and 80s, wasn't it? And they only did 60-minute videos as well. Oh, did they? Yes. Yes, they did. Just and the three-hour ones used to slur because they were very, you know, <laughs> they were too long. They couldn't tug the absolutely right, you know, the tape yeah. all that all that distance. Of course, nice. everybody somewhere in their house. Has I know I've got some in the bottom of a box. Read them, Mr. Hepworth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bunch of VHSs with a sticker on the side of them saying, you know, Dad, don't tape over, yeah. or you know, yeah, what I mean? do, yeah. or Jane, yeah. don't yeah. touch, yeah. or you know, whatever. Rock around the clock. Crossed out yeah. with over the top of it, oh, the Isle of Wight Festival, over the top yeah, of that absolutely. Godfather 2. You yeah. know, God. the idea that these things were incredibly difficult to access. Yeah. And of course, nobody, nobody can bear the heartbreak. I look at these things all the time and I think, should I get them out and play them? And I think, oh. no, I'd be upset. That's if the YouTube thing had disappeared. Like, yeah. Yes, absolutely. And, and YouTube has just completely taken over it. Yeah, it's killing it. Well, I suppose so. You don't. It's it, there's, well, there's not yeah. the same emotional investment no. at all, is there? But, you know, but I'm sure Whistle <laughs> Test was one of the most, you know, taped, odd performances. It must have been. Well, yeah. Yeah. Because, you, you know, when Terry really... Reid or Raikuda went on Whistle Test, it was the only chance ever you were going to see them. Yeah. You were, you simply right. And, no and it was that way. thing which you must have experienced, that people watch okay. Whistle Test, and because they wanted to, to see a certain group, they actually sometimes actually didn't know what the group looked like. Of course. There was, it was quite possible that they'd never seen a picture printed in oh, yeah. Maker or New Musical Express or whatever. But McCartney they... always said he thought Buddy Holly was black until he saw them. Oh, did he really? McCartney always said that. Fascinating. You know, he went... They were under whistle test. Who's that? Let's Active. Active. Oh, Is that Mitch Easter? Let's yeah. Act It. Yes. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Is it Mitch, did Mitch used to, Am I getting mixed up? Oh, Chris Stamey, I'm getting mixed no, up. No, from the uh, DBs, yeah, the yeah, animal. Yeah, yeah. Well, we walked Kevin, out and we had it in our, the back of our that car. Kevin, <laughs> that Kevin Ayers clip with Mike Oldfield on bass. Yes. Like, there's about 19 people in, uh, obviously this size room, I think it was. And it just, it's so brilliant because they're all like this. It makes it look even better. Oh, so it's again, from, uh, again, yeah, whenever she brings, we sing. Yeah, it was, yeah. yeah. Again, in the, in the pub last night, I hate yeah. to go back to this. Okay. You introduced me to uh, 
your mate, yeah, Matt Berry, Matt Berry, the yeah. actor, writer, director, and so forth. Bush, snuffbox, absolutely. Person. And he's done. He's, he's in Milne as well. He's done. Oh, is he? Okay. Yeah. Marenghi? No. Um, Marenghi's yeah, down yeah, place, yeah. exactly. Right, yeah. 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 He's in. He he's done whistle test kind of pastiches well, on YouTube, of which he you sent me the link to one this afternoon. He sent the I, link. C- I couldn't believe it. What was the consistency? Well, it, it's I can't mm. describe. It's 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 a kind of two actors supposedly being. Kind of Bob Harrison, generic singer-songwriter. I think it's Richard Aylad, uh, I think that's his surname, and Rich Fulcher, who's in Mighty Boosh, the American guy. Oh, yeah. And he did a skit. He has a double neck. Yes, where he moves from playing a very introspective song about a suicide or something to to playing on a double neck to. Basically, Johnny Winters. It's Johnny Winters. And then, yeah, Edgar Winter, portable keyboard, you know, that kind of of stuff. With the the mad, you know, uh, inaccurate camera work and all all the kind of things that Mark Chin stroking interrogation from some. A little bit of that. Office. (laughs) (laughs) But then when people start playing, you get ridiculous (laughs) close ups of the fingers and so forth. You know, those are the. And he took the buzz and all from the background noise of one of the episodes of Whistle Test to put it in on the sound. He had all the, you know, the strips of 10, 11, 12, you know, all that stuff. But that was, that was, that was out on BBC Tree. Oh, right. There was a programme called Snuffbox he made with Rich Fulcher. And it, it had this thing. Oh, I'll and it, was, it was in one so of the episodes. So they had close-ups of the fingers when they played oh, everything, yeah. So it was just a camera all handed away, on the side. to... Yeah. A bit of that, even though that really didn't happen. So, you know, the point about Whistle Test is it refuses to die. Never. You know, even, you know, it, it, it kind of... Const- <laughs> Never. <laughs> Are you it, sure? It hasn't, no, it does. It, really? has a, it has a new life as people taking the piss out of it, yeah. as people being affectionate Us, about it, all kinds of things. People don't sit there and talk about, I don't know, <clears throat> Revolver in the same way. And actually, I don't want to, I don't you know, say anything out of order, but I don't think people say that about the Tube either. I don't well, think that, they talk about it in the same the way. The, the thing about was... The programme Revolver, obviously. It's just that, odd. Well, I think I think people <laughs> felt the real closeness to it, partly because there wasn't an audience. There was they, they were the audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had to fill this gap. People always say that that, that, yeah. that, that you know the band, whoever it was, would, would reach some phenomenal climax to the song in a massive flourish. <laughs> on the drum. <laughs> I get you. Flash of light. Absolute silence. And these guys, these guys, and when I say cardigans, I really, I mean, I'm not being funny. Do you remember? Oh, cameramen. Cameramen. Oh, okay. Yeah, there used, there used to be a sort of collective, collective name for these guys. It was Blair Lawnmower, I think. <laughs> sort of bad tempered, <laughs> broken individual who'd uh, been sent down well, to great, fix it. There's a great Rotland Week on television clip Eric Oyl did of. Next on whistle test. That's right, yes, uh, it does. Wonderful decision. And he goes, he introduced this guy, and it's just, he's dead. <laughs> That's right. Right. And, so and, and the guy puts his hands on the guitar and he's totally blue. And he's like just got a beard. And next of all, the zoo beard. That's right. Yes. The silence. <laughs> and the lights. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, and then all the vision mixing. That's fantastic. Well, they used to have the, 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 one of the things responsible for the strange quality of whistle test in certain areas was the fact that a drink was very often taken <laughs> by, by people on the technical side, wasn't it? Is that we, fair to uh, say? Again, our learned friends wouldn't wouldn't allow us to say too much. Because we wouldn't this, name but, any no. of the but we, we, It was a live program, and so you, yeah. what would happen is you rehearse it, and uh, and they would work out the most important thing, which we already discussed, which was exactly who was playing what solo and when. But when you actually <laughs> saw it on 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 the broadcast. When the saxophone solo came on, you just saw the bass guitar, right? When the, when, when the bass guitar solo came on, you saw the saxophone, didn't you? Oh, yeah. Well, because I'd, the, the, I'd, the guy yeah. doing the vision mixing was just a little bit behind the bass. Well, for me, what was brilliant, yeah. when, when the Beach Boys were on it, you know, a track of Holland, I think it was, right? I've watched that clip so many times, and every time I watch it, I still don't think Dennis Wilson is there. Because Dennis Wilson appears in the last three seconds of the clip, right? They've had the camera in certain angles for the whole thing. There's a you piano think the head there. 
and they were going, who's the piano? Do you think it's possible? What's possible there is they would have thought, let's get the lead singer, and he might not have been the lead singer on that track. Oh, he wasn't at all. There you are, see, so they don't realise that this is the real genius of the group. But you also mentioned the comedy, so there's there's one clip, uh, uh, I can't remember who it was, but you don't see the drummer for the whole song. You don't know there's a drummer there. It's just two headshots all the well, time. Well, you see, they also, they've had very few cameras, and very often if they're trying to line up the next item or something like that, one of the cameras would be over they there. They had very few oh, cameras. <laughs> <laughs> the BBC, yeah. The BBC. Hard times. I'll tell you what, I mean, you could do... You could have done a series mm. of whistle tests for what they spend on one later mm. with Jules Holland. Oh, yeah, of course. You know, because budgets have changed so massively. That the whistle test got made out of a strange department of the BBC called um, Network Features. It was, yeah. That had no had place of doing one. anything like that. Pebble at Mill all. at One, you remember? We used to go to yeah, Christmas yeah, okay. parties and all the other Network Features <laughs> programmes would be there. We thought, great, it's going to be a load, of, a load of interesting rock and roll types. But they used but to just, they used to, they, they, <laughs> they, the budget was just the petty cash out yeah. of other things. You know, they got, they got this programme made changed, somehow. It you know, wasn't part of anybody's. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> did that have a special? Watching things like that, did that have a special yeah. significance growing up in Ireland? Because you're, did yeah, you feel a bit of a long way away from it? Yeah, because you know, apart from the you know synchronized cow tipping <laughs> that was on the TV and tractor throwing, you know, female looking, I don't know, you know, it was just nothing. I mean, what? But then again, as we remember. Our wonderful Network 2, which is our RT2 station, starts showing the B-Club all of a sudden, around 84, 85. A B-Club? Uh, the the German thing. Wow, B-Club, which goes, is really good. Really, incredible, really you know? good. Uh, B-Club was recorded, I think, in Hamburg. Yes, it was. In about between 1964 and 1968. Well, no, it went on for longer. All along that, but it has Jimi Hendrix, got The Who. Well, I'll tell you what happened now. Everyone apart from the Beatles. He stopped. You didn't go to Germany beyond B-Club. You did it from London. Oh, really? Well... The whistle test clip of the move, okay, with Roy wearing the yellow. Was done the beat club. Just go onto YouTube and look up um, Ella James the move or Down on the Bay the move. They're wearing the exact same clothes. Oh really? Same everything. Now they could have gone to Germany and wore the exact same outfit. But it's they possible. I they love didn't. They this went to another studio. Detective work. And, and that's why Dave Lee Travis Aha. was always doing. Uh, Dave Lee Travis was on it, and uh, like uh, Tony Blackburn did some. Because they did their bits from London. Oh, I see. And they interspersed with German bits. Yeah. So yeah. then they would just have some German DJ yeah. pop up. And they put it all together because it went so big, that show, you know. The Word. A magazine, a website, a podcast, a way of life. So d- tell us about, mm. tell us about, you're based in Dublin, is that right? Yes. What, give us a quick insight into, into, into Dublin. In, when it, <laughs> what it's like in it, you know, to be a musician based in Dublin nowadays. I mean, is it... Can you bleep? Do you all bump into each other, or can you bleep? Says yes. Yeah, we <laughs> swear away. Bleep. Swear away. Well, you know, it's a fucking nightmare. Really? Yes. In it's what just, way? Well, for what I do, you know, you're either you two or you're a cabaret working covers band. There's no in between. There's such amazing bands like Tasha's a band called Sable. Wonderful soul, sixties pop music. Sean, of course, does his own thing as well. Lives up in Liverpool, but has lived in Dublin and left it because uh, the scene is the scene is vibrant. But there's so little outlet, you know. And but why does you people always say that? Why 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 do you two overshadow things to such? Because they run the country. You know, they're that's their royal family. Really, we and think they should give them a palace. That's it. Yeah. Why does that <laughs> <You know>? stop <laughs> exposure? Unforgettable for a flag. Is that because there used to be an argument? There used to be an argument. Which I'm very interested in this. There used to be an argument that it was very hard when they first started, and they, uh, you know, in the, in the, in the mid to the yeah. late '80s when they're having their huge first yeah. international success. That the argument was then that you could only get a record deal if you sounded like you too. 
Well, it's true well, because that can't it, be true well, now, obviously. No, it's not at all. Well, so the well, the whole major thing happened in Ireland. Well, that's just, just, you know, Ireland is so little to look up to, really. I don't mean that in a bad way. You know, we have great sports, we're great poets and writers, but not really anymore. I think, uh, well, you know, we know people, you know, that are trying it, but they're not up there. You two are, like, right there, I think. Right. Like, well, it's need the script now, you know. The script are getting up there. Yeah, and Johnny Logan, he was from Eurovision. So you feel their kind of shadow. Well, Dan as well, you know. Dan was fantastic. That was a joke, by the way. Yeah. I, I do sarcasm. No, I thought you were going to go to the Cranberries next. And Cranberries? Yeah. They, so, linger, so, they, they is, linger for too long for me. So is the, <laughs> So the obvious Roger. question is, you know, do you, well, do, you, do, you feel, do you feel a kind of camaraderie with every, each other or do you feel great jealousy and resentment of each other? Oh, just jealousy and resentment all over the place, but not... <laughs> but there is, but not between Don't us. Don't beat around the bush No, here. no, no. But, <laughs> yeah. but no, no, we have great friends. Look, we love the place. Right. And, you know, it's, it's kind of good to live there because you come to London, you know, it is a mad metropolis. But uh, Dublin's so small, you get everywhere real quick, kind of, you know, I suppose. But uh, we, we love the place to live in it. But to work in it, there's no work. I mean, you know, Tosh, you know, is a, is a chef. I know you... You know, don't do that much. Apart from make records with Neil Hannon. And love cricket. So no, I want to be, I so be English. Can I ask you about that? When I first heard this record, I've, word readers will be very familiar with yeah, the brilliant mighty so much. Duckworth Lewis uh, album. It's just a masterpiece. And uh, we, played it, uh, we played it relentlessly in the office. We, had, we couldn't start Thank a you. day's work at Word magazine without playing The Age of Revolution, which is a phrase of my right. So why just, why'd you slip, the coin why'd you slip past the coin toss? It's a great track. All <laughs> 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 oh, right. We played the whole thing. Yes. It was super. <laughs> we, we did. did. We did. No, but look, what, what I was well, how did you... I mean, if you, you know, it's, <clears> this is an English game. The whole record yeah. it's a world is game. the most... Well, it's a world game, but it's the most quintessentially English extract of it, because you're yeah. going back to... The uh, last days of the empire. It's a sort of a late Victorian, early Edwardian actually. Yeah. Now the pictures on the wonderful uh, album package are of candy-striped marquees, aren't yeah. they? Women yeah. with bustle dresses. Yeah. Men with uh, with little uh, little top hats. It's such fun research yeah. for the for the artwork. It's fantastic. It's, it's well, such a labour of love, you know. Well, but, well but again, you know, that's the t sorry, Mark. That's the thing. We we every minutia of it, you know, we we delve into. Or we we love to dive into, you know, hundred percent because the artwork was very important. Um, we didn't think we were going to end up on a spaceship hovering over a cricket pitch, you know, with little, little men in the front and cricket bats for wings and, you know, cricket balls for headlights and stuff. It's ridiculous. But it was great fun. <laughs> so what attracted you about but cricket as a the thing, I loved the game, you know, from when I was a kid. Because going back to the whole TV thing, we only, we only had four channels. You know, we had, well, see, we had RT1, RT2, uh, BBC1, BBC2. Actually, RT1, BBC1, BBC2 and RTV. Then right. RT2 came in about 83. So, um, you know, we had the four channels, and what was on was on, and was very important. So the cricket was on at half ten in the morning, six at night. You'd actually watch it. But I watched it, and of course, Ian Bowen played you see, you'd, And you'd he expect, just was a legend, you know. I would expect somebody the age of you, you <coughs> and Neil, more in modern cricket. It's, yeah. it's collections of guys in matching tracksuits. It's 2020. You know, it's one-day matches. No, you know. it was Mike Brady. It's, it's just... No, the, the brand of cricket is cucumber sandwiches, isn't it? The point about cricket is nobody discovers it now. You only discover it early. The thing about cricket is that the love of cricket, is my theory, is planted when you're young. Of course it is. And it for me it stays was. there. Yeah. And I think it w with loads of people it is. But it's so psychedelic as well as a sport. Because it's so ridiculous. You know, it's five days and knockout results. You know, people sitting around eating sandwiches and drinking, you know. I love that. 
but that's Elemental. psychedelia. That's you know, that's everything. That I was reading an interview where, where, where you said that uh, mm. that you couldn't have done it about football. Tell yeah, us about that. Why it's not? It's too tribal. It's too tribal. Yeah, it's just too, you know. It's Wh- whereas people people who love cricket as love well, cricket. As an, well, that's well as an artist, you can't get your teeth into a football song unless it's, you know it's a one-off kind of three lines thing, which is fantastic. Right. But you know you can't. It's true. You're a football fan. You love your team. Whereas cricket, you love the sport. You love the it's idea. Exactly. Of yeah. The culture. Yeah, you have but isn't there an element also? The football is an incredibly supercharged event. It's Ninety minutes. You you've got to concentrate the entire time. You can't miss anything. But as you just said yourself, you know, last time I went well, to the Oval, yeah. you know, we were more excited. To be honest, it's quite an exciting game. We were watching. Uh, I was with you actually, with Pakistan. <coughs> you remember? Uh, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, great, it's a great day. Yeah. You know, yeah. Really and you know, it, really, if you miss something, it literally you're much more worried about. Is it going to be poached? Shall I start with the poached? Salmon. <laughs> oh, well, that's some soup. And croutons? Yes, croutons, please. You know what I mean? Maybe some Victoria sponge. Maybe Victoria sponge to follow. Yeah. And strawberries and cream. And I love another glass of this fine fish. <laughs> and then, so you'd look around, there'd be some sort of commotion. And I know, you can see it again on the diamond fish. Yeah. You missed it, you know. And um, but the, the, the crack, idea that yeah, it wasn't going to yeah. be resolved till, till Friday night, <laughs> <laughs> this is already Monday, it was really exciting. It's a perfect game. I mean, the yeah. crack in the crowd are between the people and the yeah, crowd. Yeah. It's fantastic. It's fantastic. Yeah. 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 So that it's record did very well, didn't it? It, it appeared did fantastic. To. In, in, the, in the worst recession in, in modern times. Did, you know, so can I ask you? I mean, we, we, some, well, I'll tell you what happened. This is a yeah, this go is a pretty good story, actually. Um, we went to the dinner in Lourdes, which we were asked to go, which was incredible. And so Tim Royce was there, and Michael Atherton, and Frank Fantastic. Skinner. And we were sitting, me and Neil were sitting there, and I was going, oh, I'm from Drimna in Dublin. I'm a working class. Like, what's going on? And we had and 20 people, and Mervyn King, uh, this was good, Mervyn King, the head of the Bank of England. Right. And I rang me down and said, I'm having you know, with the Lord's dinner. I took the table seating thing down as well. I brought it home. I took Because <laughs> you should see it, like, you know, Sir Tim Rice, Frank Skinner, Thomas Walsh. <laughs> <laughs> Mervyn King, Lord Reese, Sir Thomas Mog Walsh. or something. Yes. <laughs> and uh, Neil was in his element. I didn't know what was going on. I had scallops for the first time as well. <laughs> Fantastic. But uh, I was just sitting there and, and Tim Rice talking and everyone was getting on and everything was beautiful. And I was sitting there. Yeah, I rang me dad. That was what I was. I went... So a Mervyn King as well, and he goes, the darts player! Because <laughs> <laughs> he loves darts. And I went, well, no, not quite. He's the head of the Bank of England. So <laughs> yeah, he said the darts player. Really the Bank of England. But, uh, but we, no, we, we all, then we all, we talked, and then we asked questions, and we all sat around. Then at the end, everyone gets up and kind of, you know, lingers around and talks away, and everyone pairs off and so Now, that sounds a bit weird, actually. You can pair yeah. off. Yeah. There's no, like, keys in the bowl. But um, <laughs> I got Tim Rice. <laughs> <laughs> well, so Tim. Well, he, he wanted me to call him Sir Tim, actually. Yeah. Uh, no, but so Tim Rice came out to talk to Neil and say that, you know, he loved Divine Comedy stuff. And then he said, I've heard about the Duck with Lewis Abbott. Graham Swan was talking to Neil, showing about, you know, spin bowling yeah, and he was really? drunk and everything was great. And I was talking to Frank Skinner about Roy Wood. Ah, oh, there yeah, yeah, was a Birmingham boy. <laughs> well, I gave him a bowler's badge. I had a, I had a badge from the cover of bowlers. Because I know Frank's going to lose the album Bowlers by Roy Wood, which is the one with just his face on. Has Dear Elaine on it. Remember this, is, this, this is such a cult of Roy Wood. This is strong. Frank Skinner, you know, talking about the yes. move, scallops, you yeah. know what I mean? Just <laughs> yes. every way, cricket dinner. And then Tim Rice comes over and he goes, Michael Jackson's just died. Right? And we went, what? And everyone goes, puts their phones on because everyone had their phones off. And it was like four ice cream vans had been driven into the room. Bing, malang, 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 malang. <laughs> 50 messages, like 12 messages. I'm like, what? Check it. Jackson's dead, Jacko's gone, Jacko this. Everyone had to run because it was like loads of Times journalists. It was a right. Times dinner. So Times journalists running out to hold the front page. I mean, it just went. How incredibly inconsiderate. Well, the thing was, the album was out the following time. week and we got, a, we got a kind of a midweek, sorry, and it was like 28 midweeks for Tucker Lewis. We were like, what? 
was it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it went on a 40, because we actually got 11 albums in. And in, suddenly there was more room for you. Of course. Of course but you've got a good story to tell for the rest of your life. Where were you when you heard yeah, the Michael Jackson? And you told me that. I was in Lords with, you know, a bunch Tim of... Royce the Tim Rice told me. That's, that's very good. Yeah. It is incredible. That's very so, good. So we went, we went to a place we never thought we'd go. We did so, like test match special. So generally there. speaking, the people in cricket, the great, world yeah. of cricket, they, they liked it, didn't they? Absolutely. They embraced that you were on test match special. I heard, yeah. Test match special. <laughs> we did Sky Sports. Yeah. Did you play? We just interviewed. On test match special. We did test match special on test match special. <laughs> right, the radio. And, uh, and Blowers was there filming us and then twittering. Oh, yeah. this is brilliant. Sitting in the corner. And, and of course, have you been in that studio? No, no. Well, it's half the size of this. Yeah. And then have it again. Yeah. And then put eight people in it. And then I walk in. John and Agony was like that. We've had that gag before, but it's very funny. <laughs> like, I have some pictures, it's very funny. I'm wearing I had, like earphones with one of those mics around. Yeah. And I'm sitting there like that. And Neil is there, and John and Agony's like, shit, I'm falling out the window. Yeah, because I was just. And the place is tiny. It was wonderful. But they embraced Neil it. Neil was very nervous that day. Very really? nervous. But they embraced they it. They did embrace it. They, they, they appeared to. The impression I got. They, oh, they loved it. Yeah. yeah. There, there were some that were cynical about it, but then when you heard it, and they, yeah. they knew we had a knowledge of the game. Yeah. yeah. They just, yeah, so they embraced it. What is it about all this, the, the music on that record? A lot of people listening to us will, will, have, will be very familiar with that record. It's mm. very based on um, great, rather, rather ornate, very British pop music of the 1970s, isn't it? Sort of ELO, particularly. Well, the absolutely. Moves saying, and maybe a bit of yeah. wings, you know, incredibly melodic. I know where you're going with that wings track, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Sweet spot is hoi 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 or something. Oh, it? right, very similar. Well, I wasn't you know, it's same, got yeah. Yeah, it hasn't got that ridiculous kind of. I've got this bombastic. horrible habit of listening to things and thinking, I know that chord <laughs> sequence. You know, well, but I don't blame Neil on that. I didn't do the chord sequence. <laughs> yeah. I just sang it. But what is it about that particular... Because it's interesting, cause, I mean, as you say, what you were saying earlier, it wasn't, that wasn't really your, your era. Well, I mean, you were at 11 or whatever it was when all this was going on. Well, absolutely not. I, I, I just absorbed it then, Mark. Yeah. I just absorbed all that music. My brother would bring in Al Stewart albums and Mike Oldfield albums into the house. And then, of course, the yellow came in, New World Record, kind of time, face the music. And I just got obsessed. And I was telling the story as well. Like, we used to go fishing and bring a tape recorder. And, uh, you know, the batteries would last half the day. So you'd be listening to, you know... Uh, it's still got a bit left in it. It'll make it to do you. You take the batteries out and warm them up, yeah. didn't you? If you stood up by a fire, you might. Yeah, take, take the batteries out and rub them. That's why you have to rub them. Yeah, yeah. Just the track. <laughs> Suck them. <laughs> oh, that was Tim Rice I should point out there that Thomas just rubbed a, a notional battery on his beard, <laughs> which somehow seemed like the right thing to do if you want to put life back into a battery, didn't you? You used to believe in. Kind of friction. You, you can know, start you a fire with some of his beers. Rain beers, probably with a bit of birch bark. You know, you'd be in big trouble there. <laughs> so <laughs> it's it's done well that record, but it hasn't it hasn't allowed you to retire or anything like that. You'll you'll still go amongst the normal people. Still sleeping on floors. Still. <laughs> sleeping on floors. <laughs> it hasn't. Uh, we, we, we. The funny thing hasn't is, hasn't changed you. Hasn't changed no. you. Well, I cut the beard half, so it's, that, was, that was hilarious. That. My beard was kind of longer. For it was, it looked very W.G. Grace, actually. Yeah, and now I'm just the promotional photographs, in fact. Yeah, I think I'm just someone from Grace Brothers now, I suppose, W.G. Grace. It's yeah. half the size. <laughs> but, uh, no, it's just... No, Self-furnishings going on. <laughs> yeah. But, no, we just... Uh, to be honest with you, we... Yeah, we, we, we split up last month, or some two months ago, as a joke, at a kind of a Q&A in, in Ireland, at the Electric Picnic, a big kind of festival. And uh, people went all, got all stroppy about it. How dare they? 
We bloody are. What we is love you? It. You gave well, an interview. Well, we, we kind of said, well, we're not going to go through winter. Musical and personal differences. Well, no, that's the thing. That Duckworth was... travelling in a separate car. You think, Lewis, you, think you, you know. knew this, but we said we, we split up our musical similarities. <laughs> we were talking about ELO all day, was wrecking our heads. <laughs> I thought that was funny. But will there, yeah. is. Will there be another one? I mean, there, does well, it seem there like something that doesn't need? Happen. No. But there might be other stuff, you know. I think Billiards, the musical, we're talking about. Oh, nice. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, he's looking, we're yeah. joking. Snooker loopy, <laughs> that's well, it's, it's point, you know, yeah. where, Which are the lyrical <laughs> sports, you see? You know, we, we decided okay. we can't do it about football, and it's right. It's very similar, actually, this to films. That you make good films about cricket and baseball, but you can't make good films about football and American football. Is that right, Fraser? That appears to be the case. I haven't seen one yet. Okay. Any there is terrible. I don't terrible. know. They don't lend themselves to the narrative. You can't replicate it. I don't know. There's a lyrical quality about certain things. Could you could you make a musical record about golf, for instance? That'd be just darts. horrific. That'd be horrific. Dad, darts. Darts. You think darts? Well, darts has passion on it, but, you know. I can't see that. Can't see Brad Pitt playing the main because the excitement about the ly- lyrical interest in your record is all about what's happening out, you know, the, on, on the, 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 the boundary, really, isn't it? So sort of, yeah. it's that idea of people just, I don't know, sort of afternoon heat, making a daisy chain. Is that yeah. the general feeling of you can almost hear the insects buzzing? You know, it's they're not quite. But it's the also that crossed with controversy, isn't it? Which you have in cricket. You have the lyrical side, and then you have the yeah. kind of. The sort of tragic. Side. What about now? And, and, uh, and <laughs> two things are working together. Laws of cricket, yeah. rules of cricket. Yeah. Well. Exciting. Well, so, but anyway. what about um, Brad Pitt as Phil the Power Taylor? Yeah. <laughs> that would work. Yeah, you think? <laughs> yeah. Well, you've got a They're writer here. Fraser, Fraser, I think, will take you up on that. <laughs> so let, let's move on from Duckworth Lewis method <laughs> yes. to, to Pugwash. Thank you. And you've been making records as Pugwash for a number of years now. Yeah. You've got a record out now. This sounds like a proper radio program. Does. As soon as, as, soon as I move to the plug yeah. spot. This is three know, minutes this is, down till the top now of the hour. Plugwash. <laughs> the podcast is Pugwash. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You, you got, you've, you've got a record of, uh, of your own. Is this the first <laughs> one out you've had, That's the had promo. in the UK? That's the promo. Very nice. Which is a Pugwash sort of best of, isn't it? It is a best of. <laughs> Dave, Dave viewers, is actually is holding up I am sleeves. He's doing like, like do old Jules Holland's <laughs> program. <laughs> Jules always puts it down very, very prominently do. on the top of his piano, doesn't That's it? That's the promo. I don't shot. think it's yeah. any help to anybody. <laughs> yeah, you got, carry on. You've got a track from this, yeah. uh, which is on the, on the, current, on the, on the CD, it's which is the current issue of Word. Very proud So this is this is sort of best of stuff that you've had out on Ireland before, is that this right? is the thing. We, I, I, my first album was ninety nine, September ninety nine, and then two albums of this very small label that went under on the second album. So the second album was deleted when it came out, and uh, then I, a few years hiatus. I released a compilation in Australia, and then a company came in in Ireland and I released Charity in two thousand and five, which it's nice to be nice is off. We did some recording in Studio Two in Abbey Road on the album with Dave Gregory doing the strings. And this is your XTC connection, isn't it? In Studio 2. Studio 2 with the yeah. piano, the Lady Madonna piano. Uh, everything, was everything was there. Everything was there. Oh, believe it. Doesn't it sound exactly like Lady Madonna? Well, I played a Bill Faye song. Yeah. Played a but Bill it still Faye. sounds like Lady Madonna. <laughs> <laughs> it plays itself. There's actually a clip on YouTube, I think, which we can put with this oh, podcast. Isn't yeah. there a clip on That's YouTube of session. you chaps in, yeah. in uh, Abbey Road? Or That's what Dave the, the, the strings yeah. of that. Oh, good. That's, yeah. Yeah. So Dave, Dave Gregory, this is Dave Gregory who was yes. involved with XTC. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And which is how you came to... Is this how you came to be involved with Andy Partridge? Yeah, because Andy heard me stuff kind of through Dave at the time, and he loved it. And he wanted to kind of sign me then, but we thought, no, it's, you know, I hadn't known him that well, and, you know, we are just getting ourselves together, you know, with a new label. So we said, look, we'll see how it goes. And, but we remained friends. We started writing songs, 
hanging out and doing up silly band lists. Is this talk, you you can talk about band? afterwards with too many band lists. Doesn't he have a little bit of studio in the bottom of his garden? He has the shed, yes. The shed? The shed. Yeah, exactly. The shed. The shed. Again, again slightly smaller than this room. Well, last time I was maybe up. Maybe even smaller if you do the game. It's smaller. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is smaller. And then when I go in again, like, sorry about that. There it is. The master tapes to the skylight. Yeah. Stand on them. The last time I was up, he was he played some Robin Hitchcock stuff. He just done. Wait, yes, Robin. they're making some recordings together. Well, yeah. they were. Yeah, it's just Sid Barrett. It's just Sid Barrett. It's like Sid Barrett yeah. It's great. But uh, no, he's he's a he's a great bloke, Andy. You know, and you know it is a pity the way XTC is going at the moment. You know, because you know they should be. But you know he will. You know, and it'll all come together. You know. But, so uh, Andy Partridge is your label. He's my boss. Yeah. So when people talk about the suits and so forth, your vision is of Andy Partridge in his shed. Yeah. This is not the normal record great, company. It's usually a bloke in an executive chair, isn't it, with a cigar? Yes, it is. It well, is. Andy so does the guy shuffling down the shed. Possibly in his pyjamas to, to, well, no, to play he, no, he's pastiche always, for the Beatles. He always, he always, that's true. He, he always, does do that. He always looks great. And he, has the, he puts on almond tea, as in the drink. He makes me almond tea whenever I go. Have you, has he shown you his collection of soldiers? This is not a euphemism. They're all over the house. Yeah, they are, no. You could just <laughs> yeah. sit in the room and they're all up in the... Little the glass cases. I think we yeah. ought to get in touch with Andy Partridge and see if we can do a podcast down at Andy's. Oh, it'd be fantastic. Round the Andy's. Do you want me to stay from tomorrow? Yeah, it's his birthday today. Yeah. Through the keyhole. It's, it's Andy Partridge's birthday. 56 today. I'm sure he'd thank us for reminding the nation of the fact that he's 56 yeah, he'd today. He'd be thrilled. But he'd be absolutely... He'll fill right up. Well, I can ask him tomorrow because I've got to see him tomorrow. Do, please. Well, listen. I will. Chaps, it's been brilliant having you here. It's been an honour. And you're going to do a tune in a second. Yeah, I'm going to do a special tune. While we get organised, while you Mm. get organised to do the tune, I've got a plug. In the current issue of Word, there's a very splendid prize competition. uh, There's a lot of stuff about about Christmas videos, uh, TV, Sopranos, The Wire, and so forth. And you can win a £500 HMV gift voucher to spend on DVDs. So if you have 500 quid spent on DVDs for Christmas, what are you buying, Thomas? Um, 500 quid on DVDs, uh, the new Stuart Lee DVD, that's all. All right, just just oh, that really? one. Stuart Lee's comedy vehicle, and then the two Beatles box sets. Right. Can I buy them? Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. We'd have very little change left. That's perfect. Well, I think well, Monosterio. £240 a pop. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, anyway, it's 500 quid. Buy two of them and maybe a Stuart Lee. It's 500 quid's worth. You can enter the competition yeah. in the magazine and also on the website, Fraser, can't you? And if you go to... www.wordmagazine.co.uk forward slash DVD quiz 2010. And everybody's been writing that. I think. To continue the normal the DJ theme, are you going to be coming back to tour? Uh, yeah, in the new year, we're going to get <clears throat> a wonderful version of the band together uh, with the guys here and Joey, hopefully <laughs> on drums. And uh, Matt Lapp or something. No, sorry, it's funny because it's just like being back at the old Great Wizards. At the end of those, it was good, yeah, good luck with the tour. And the next time you're back in the country, come back and tell us all about it. And you know what the next yeah. question? Yeah. Like, you, know, you know what the next question is to set up the the song. What, what have yeah, you got to say? Uh, You've well, got to say. Uh, what would you have to remind me? What was it? We got to say. What are you going to play? Oh, yeah, what are you going to play for? <laughs> and then you pray. Yeah. You pray that they play the one they did at the rehearsal, <laughs> or else the camera keys be even fucking worse than they were last time. What do you want me to do? Like, what are you going to do? What yeah. are you going to do? We're going to do it. Now imagine. Now imagine that was a reaction back in '76. Come on, be professional. God's sake! I didn't laugh. This is a track from the move. Uh, their second single from 1967 on the DRAM label. Wave the flag and stop the train, to B-side. And this is I Can Hear the Grass Grow. One, two, three, four. Some of the people 
I can hear the grass grow I see rainbows in the podcast was brought to you by The Word. Details at wordmagazine.co.uk.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.